Fantasy Football Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks. Week 17 Fall Injury Report Rankings Update Prize Picks. And if you're looking for DK ownership and DK picks, stay tuned on the Mayo Media Network and you will see another quick video going up momentarily after you watch this. Check out both, smash the like, sub to the channel, and please make your deposit at prizepicks.com right now. Use code MMN. You'll get a deposit match up to $100 and I already got the picks for you. Hopefully we can sort this through. I really wanted to go with Antonio Brown against the Jets uh, because we don't know the status of Mike Evans yet. He may play, he may not play. He's playing the Jets so it really doesn't matter. Chris Godwin, we know is out in this game but now with this ankle injury he's like a game time decision I think he's gonna play but I don't want to get my entry in right now and then have him not be in there also you can still play in the props pool to get that super bonus if you want to on prizepicks.com perfect for low stakes players all you need to do is make five picks from Sunday overs or unders on prizepicks.com and make an entry of seven dollars and eleven cents and that will get you 17 times your money if you end up going five of five so stay tuned for that plus i think we're going to run a brand new props pool with guaranteed money at the top starting for the playoffs. so now's a great time to get in on this so the two that i went with as the power play three times your money one was actually in that jets game i'm going back to my guy braxton barrios uh, nine and a half is the fantasy score over under so fantasy points full point ppr i'm going over the nine and a half this just reeks of a seven for 35 game for braxton barrios and that will get him over that nine and a half fantasy points you could see it last week against the Jags that the moment they actually had to pass the ball, Zach Wilson, Zoomer Zach, put his Tide Pods down for a second, ended up just chucking it in Berrios' direction every single time. Jamison Crowder is not playing. It's just an easy completion over the middle for very low yardage against this Bucks defense, which is probably going to stymie the run pretty easily, take away the deep threats. So Berrios is just going to scamper over the line. As gigantic underdogs, you expect to see far more passing from the Jets this time around. I think it's a good situation for Berrios. Plus, he's you know, he scored a return touchdown last week. That counts towards your fantasy score. Wouldn't bank on that ever happening, but it is extra opportunities for him. Plus, they like to use him as a gadget out of the backfield when they get near the goal line. Issue is, they're playing the Bucks, so the red zone appearances might be at a minimum this week because it's not the Jags on the other side of the field. Either way, uh, in a high-volume passing game from Zach Wilson, I like Braxton Berrios over 9.5 fantasy points. Then, I'm actually going to stick with the fantasy points. I've been doing much better with fantasy points rather than passing yards or rushing yards or receptions because I really like this one. I'm going to brutalize the last name because I still haven't learned. Let's just call him Big Albert O. Albert O. Oakenbaum. I should be better at this by now, you'd think. But, <laughs> spoiler, I'm not. Actually, it's not a spoiler. Because you just heard me try to pronounce it. Here's the issue with the Broncos. They're missing, essentially, all their receivers. We don't know about Cortland Sutton yet, but Judy is out. Tim Patrick is out. Kendall Hinton is going to be playing receiver for the Broncos this week against the Chargers. Drew Locke is going to be a quarterback, obviously. Noah Fant is still in. But... Whether Sutton's in or out is kind of irrelevant at this point because he doesn't really do much, but the tight ends are going to have to be the focal point for the Broncos' uh, passing offense, at least. They're big underdogs like the Jets are against the Bucks. They are against the Chargers as well. They're going to try to run the ball as much as possible, but if they fall behind early, they're going to have to turn to Drew Locke to get the ball down the field. So the two big play tight ends, it was either go with Big Albert O at five and a half fantasy points or Noah Fant over under nine and a half fantasy points. I just went for the lower one. I mean... We've seen the big plays out of him. This could just be one catch, and he's over this number. Uh, the projections right now, when you take out Judy and Patrick, have him right around seven fantasy points for this game as, like, a median. So 
that's a solid spot where you want to be. At least when I run my projections, you can simulate your own projections by going to runthesims.com. Optimizer, projections, customizable inputs. Uh, it's 100 bucks for the rest of the year. That's through the Super Bowl. So you get 17, 18, all the playoffs. It's a pretty good deal uh, if you really want to get it in on an optimizer. And because the slate can be blown up at such quick notice due to a positive COVID test and like it changes an entire team's outlook, having the ability to run those 10,000 simulations of a slate in under 10 seconds comes in handy on a Sunday morning. I'm not going to lie to you. It's bailed me out so many times. So runthesims.com, go get that right now. Yeah, so Alberto over five and a half fantasy points. Braxton Barrios over nine and a half fantasy points is the power play. You play those two. I'm going to be playing those two in my 7-11 entry. Got to find three other ones. I like the Michael Pittman over receiving yards as well. I think it's like 58 and a half. Uh, now with Carson Wentz back, that's looking pretty, pretty good. Running backs, injuries for the week. You can find all of the updates, and I'll continue to update because, look, every time that I record one of these videos, like three new guys go on the COVID list, and it completely changes everything. So, obviously, filming this on a Saturday afternoon, I'm not going to have all of the information in this video because can't change the video after it's out. It doesn't work like that. What I can do is change the newsletter update. You can find that down in the description right now. It's completely free to join. It's completely free to look at, even if you don't want to join. I recommend joining. That would help me out tremendously, as would like smashing the like button, using code MMN at Picks. All that stuff helps us out, but I will do my updates in there. The post is already up. You can just bookmark it, go back to it. I'll update it again on Sunday morning and again after the inactives come out. Be wary when it comes to the active-inactive list on Sunday because they don't include the COVID ins and outs if you're on the reserve list. It only is the actual, like, physical injury report. So be cognizant of that if you see someone like, oh, here are the inactives for the game, and let's say... I know, like Antonio Gibson, for example, is out this week officially uh, because of this because he's on the COVID list. Uh, when they release the actives and inactive, some teams won't put Antonio Gibson, so don't get duped into thinking he's playing. Jared Patterson's going to be starting at quarterback or running back for the Washington Footballs this week against the Eagles. So uh, just be wary of that once you're trying to dive through everything. I'll have the update in the newsletter, so go check that out right now if you want the updated rankings. They're down in the description as well, uh, also up on DKNation.com. So here's what we're going with. Out for Week 17. No James Robinson, no Daryl Henderson, no Clyde Edwards-Alaire, no Miles Sanders, no Antonio Gibson. Tevin Coleman is likely out for the Jets. He's on the COVID list. We're still in a wait-and-see pattern with him at this moment. Still like Michael Carter way more. And of all of those guys, because with Miles Sanders being out, Jordan Howard is still a game-time decision with his neck stinger. So it could be Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell as the two primaries back there. Then, all of a sudden, I would like Boston Scott. Um, but... I, I, you probably play Scott over Howard anyway, but neither of them are super compelling plays if Howard is in because he might just steal all the touchdowns. And then Boston Scott might end up doing whatever it is that he does when not scoring touchdowns. Maybe it's a week that he does. You're in your fantasy finals at this point. You probably don't want to be relying on these guys. Dalvin Cook, Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon likely to be activated off the injured reserve, as will Jarek McKinnon in the spot of Clyde edwards He's still third in that packing order behind Daryl Williams, Gore, and then Jarek McKinnon. Kareem Hunt is questionable to play on Monday night. Not that you want to play him anyway. Alex Collins is questionable. You're not playing him. David Johnson, still no status update on his COVID list as of right now. He may or may not play. Rex Burkhead is the preferable play either way. Who else we got here? Delvin Cook and DeAndre Swift are both going to be in. Ramondre Stevenson is likely to be in as well. Austin Eckler, he's going to be in. James Conner is a true game-time decision. That's a later game on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. So I've moved Edmonds up in the rankings. 
uh, right now over James Conner. I still have both of them in because I do think that he's going to go, although reports out of practice are that he's extremely limited at the moment. So I wouldn't put too much faith into James Conner this week, although he'll probably just do his thing. Rush for 25 yards and score a touchdown and just take away all the value from Chase Edmonds because that's how these things end up going. Uh, in terms of James Robinson, Dare Agaba, the goon, Agabuna, I am bad at Nigerian last name. So I am just going to stop making myself look like an idiot. The O-Dog, Big O. The big O. Olympic Stadium. Maybe that's what we'll go with. He's like a fine play. Um, you can find better down the list realistically, but if he still is available, it's you know it's a decent matchup, I suppose, against the Patriots. If there's one thing you're going to do, it's probably check down to a guy three yards in front of you. I mean, that's about as, as good as you can say for the Jacksonville offense at this point. Uh, so it's not, a, put it this way, it's not a favorable matchup by any means, but it could be worse based on the role that he occupies in this Jags offense, which is easy completions quickly for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, if he ends up getting the full run, but maybe he won't get the full run because we don't really know what's going on in the Jacksonville backfield right now. I really like Daryl Williams. Um, he's been excellent every single time that Clyde Edwards-Alaire has been out. Even in that Giants game when Gore got that entire series to himself, he's been fine. With Antonio Gibson, can you really trust Jared Patterson? The answer is probably maybe. In terms of the running back rankings this week, where did I slot in? Old JP, Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson, I have at number 27. That's one spot ahead of Rex Burkhead, one spot behind Devin Singletary. So he's a wide running back three. He's someone you can go pick up, but you might get a smattering of Jonathan Williams in this game. We don't know officially who the goal line back is going to be. All indicators point to Jared Patterson here, but it's also a game where they're now like almost seven point underdogs that how much is he going to be involved in the receiving game? We really don't know. Is there going to be Kyle Allen and Tyler Heineke in this game? We don't really know because Washington is all out of sorts at the moment. So uh, Jared Patterson, number 27 in the running back rankings for reference. Michael Carter is number 21. DeAndre Swift in his return is number 20. You can find all of these on the cheat sheet up at DKNation.com. Just hit the description or you can find the quick links in the newsletter as well. Wide receiver injuries for the week. Adam Thielen is out. He has been placed on injured reserve, even without Kirk Cousins this week. And Sean Mannion, who's expected to start for the Vikings. K.J. Osborne and Tyler Conklin are right around where they would be anyway. I dropped down Osborne a little bit because obviously Kirk Cousins is way better than Mannion. But this should be a situation where they have to throw a bunch. I didn't dock Justin Jefferson at all. He's just awesome, and you're not going to sit him. So my rankings aren't projections. They are who I would play over another guy. It's not like, oh, man. I'm going to sit Justin Jefferson this week. That is not happening in my fantasy final. So I'm playing Justin Jefferson. Hopefully Mannion isn't like the worst quarterback in the world. Traquan Smith is out for the New Orleans Saints. Maybe you can fire up some Marquez Calloway. Probably not. But, you know, if you, you need to. Or little Jordan Humphrey. Yeah, you probably don't want to do either of those things. But Traquan isn't playing, so don't play him. Jamison Crowder is likely out with a calf injury. Kadarius Tony is out with a shoulder injury. Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy are both on the COVID list. Cortland Sutton is dealing with an illness, apparently. That's not COVID, but if he pops up on the COVID list on Saturday night or Sunday morning, don't be super stunned that he could be out for this game as well. Kendall Hilt, Kendall Hinton, quarterback extraordinaire, uh, Travis Fulgham are guys that might fill in on the Broncos. Again, that's why I like the Broncos tight ends in terms of their overs this week, just because they're probably the two best receivers left on the team. And Chargers defense reeks. So you'd think that Derwin James, who's coming back, probably ends up taking out or at least 
probably ends up taking out Noah Fant in this situation, leaving Big Albert O room to go run around. At least that's the way that I would try to you know, reverse engineer it in my mind. Nelson Aguilar is out for the Patriots with a concussion still. Antonio Brown is a true game time decision, according to interim head coach, whoever the hell it is for the Buccaneers this week. Not Bruce Arians. He's got COVID. He can't play or he can't coach. But Antonio Brown's a game time decision. I love his overs if he plays, and I think that he is going to play because Mike Williams, we don't know yet either. He's been activated from the COVID list, but he's practicing in a limited fashion because of the hamstring injury he sustained a few weeks ago. If it is not going to be Mike Evans, Brashad Perriman's actually kind of intriguing because he is back coming off the COVID list. Uh, He missed the last two weeks from that, but he would likely start over Tyler Johnson on the outside uh, and Look, it's a revenge game for Brashad Perriman, former Jets legend Brashad Perriman. Uh, we haven't really seen him ingrained in this offense at all besides the touchdown in overtime against the Bills. But if he gets a full complement of snaps here, he's super cheap on DK. Uh, you know that he's available on the waiver wire. I'd take a shot. I'd take a flyer with Brady against the worst defense in the league. Yeah, let's go. Let's fire that up. Uh, Chenault, Valdez, Scantling, Brashad Perriman, Allen Robinson, Brennan Cooks, Jalen Guyton, Mike Williams, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, and Nick westbrook Ikina all likely in from the COVID list to be activated and to play in week 17. All of these other guys have a chance, I think, because the COVID rules are weird, um, to play this week. You have Mike Evans. Well, he's more of a hamstring injury at this point than a COVID problem, Uh, but he's questionable to play. Darius Slayton, he's questionable to play because of the COVID list. Uh, John Ross and Colin Johnson are also out, along with Kadarius Toney. And Sterling Shepard, obviously, out for the season. It's just Kenny Galladay. Can't score touchdowns. Fun times in New York. Uh, but Slayton's on the COVID list. He's probably not going to play, but keep a, keep an eye out uh, on Darius Slayton. Not that you want the Giants offense anyway. Emmanuel Sanders for the Bills is questionable with a knee injury. You don't want to play Sanders now that Davis and Beasley are both back at best. So him and Isaiah McKenzie get pushed back to the side. Davis have been playing the bigger role over Emmanuel Sanders when he's been active, and I expect that to continue unless both these guys have lingering side effects from COVID, which we've seen in certain guys, uh, like Tower Lockett described this week, that he was just gassed the entire game. Just like to COVID, really, he lost like 10 pounds. Uh, Allen Robinson kind of mentioned the same thing. Uh, obviously, it happened to Murray Cooper, Tyreek Hill last week, uh, obviously was not back at 100%. I'd be wary about Travis Kelsey this week as well. Not so much that I'd sit him, but in terms of like the high-owned DK play, I can see the fade spot if that's like the narrative that you wanted to play, and maybe you get lucky that he ends up coming in on his unders in this situation. Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond, both questionable, probably out for the Detroit Lions against the Seattle Seahawks, hence Amon Ross St. Brown being everywhere. Daryl Hodge will probably get some extra run in this game too. No Jared, the goof, he's out. The goof is not playing here. Well, at least he's doubtful to play. That means Tim Boyle will be at quarterback, who did lead them to the win. So Tim Boyle loves throwing to Amon Ross St. Brown. Let's go. Uh, Julio Jones and Tajay Sharp are both questionable because of the COVID list. Albert Wilson, Deontay Harris. Curtis Samuel has a hamstring. He is questionable. Devin Duvernay and Rondell Moore are both questionable with ankle injuries as well. Marquise Brown has an illness. It's not suspected to be COVID. He hasn't been practicing. I would expect him to go, but we've seen Lamar miss a game because of non-COVID illness. The the Ravens is very cursed this year. Wonder why, Uh, but that's what's going on with them. Rest of the injuries at quarterback, Kirk Cousins is out. Sean Mannion is starting. Jimmy Garoppolo is likely out. Likely Trey Lance is going to start. Teddy Bridgewater is out. Drew Locke is going to start. 
I have Lamar Jackson trending towards out. He is not officially out, but I would expect Tyler Huntley to start for the Baltimore Ravens. He's been clear. Justin Fields isn't necessarily out, but he is not starting. Andy Dalton is starting for the Bears. Carson Wentz is past protocol. He will start for the Indianapolis Colts, and Taysom Hill is likely to start for the New Orleans Saints as well this week. A lot going on in Week 17. Tight ends. James O'Shaughnessy, the Irish assassin, has a hip problem. He's out for the Jags. Jared Cook, he is out. For the Los Angeles Chargers on the COVID list, Travis Kelsey is in for the Kansas City Chiefs. Steven Anderson, Mr. Anderson, will end up starting. You got the Matrix coming out narrative for Mr. Anderson this week uh, with the Chargers down a few guys. So, yeah, why not? I mean, if you have a $2,500 tight end, you need to take a shot on the super athletic Steven Anderson might be the answer. If you need to save all the money, you probably don't. Or you probably don't need to stream him at tight end. Either way, um, he's a, a name that's out there, and he's likely to start because Parham is on the IR with that concussion he sustained a little while back. Pat Fryermuth has passed protocol. He is off the injury report. He will play Monday night for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tyler Croft, not sure what's going on with him, nor do we. I mean, I hopefully, hopefully he's fine. Like He's healthy, but I for fantasy purposes, don't really give a shit what he's up to. And then Darren Waller, I guess he's not playing. Didn't get a ton of reports about Darren Waller. He was expected to practice on Wednesday, but then he didn't practice on Wednesday because he got sick. Don't know what's going on. Don't expect to have Darren Waller this week in your lineups. If you want the DK ownership and the DK breakdown, that's going to be another video that is up on Mayo Media Network almost immediately. So go check that out. Smash a like on the way out. Prizepicks.com, code MMN. Get it in ya. $100 deposit match. So you put in 100 and they will just give you another 100 So now you have 200 And if you make a $7.11 entry, you're in the MMN prize picks props pool for the week. All guys got to be from Sunday. All five guys go five of five. Get 17 times your money on your $7.11 entry. Thank you all for watching. Sub to the newsletter. I'll see you next time. 2020, well, I guess it's still 2021 in terms of the season, but it is 2022, 2022. Listen to me. It's confusing stuff.